There is no failure. I think too often we think, oh, what if I mess up? Or what if there's a spelling error? Or what if I, if I do this the wrong way? Whereas to me, it's a mindset shift of we win or we learn, but we're not gonna fail. That's Jen Martine, founder of Delightful Ads. She is a Facebook advertising ninja and you are in for a treat in today's episode of Sister Grow Your Business. My name is Brian Dixon. I'm a clarity coach and marketing mentor. I'm so glad you're here. I'm here to support you, the Christian female entrepreneur, to help you start and grow your business God's way, inviting to the table incredible Christian female entrepreneurs sharing their success habits so that you can learn from them and start and grow your business. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the show. Jen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Brian. It's such a privilege to be here. Absolutely. So for those that don't know about you, tell us a little bit about your business, who you serve and what you offer. Yes. So my name is Jen Martine. I am the owner of Delightful Ads. As a person, I love Jesus. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of three boys. I have homeschooled for the past few years, even before the the pandemic. And I am so thankful that I get the privilege of living out my personal mission um, by helping my clients grow their businesses using Facebook and Instagram ads. So I primarily serve Christian entrepreneurs, kingdom entrepreneurs, those who are launching digital products and services. And I do that with ongoing monthly ad management, launch packages, also ad audits or ad intensives. You can call them both for those who know how to run ads, but maybe they're not seeing the results that they would like to with their Mm -hmm. Facebook ads. And then I just recently launched my first course to teach people how to get their first ad up and running quickly to begin building an engaged audience of raving fans ready for their offer when they do launch. So that's a little bit about me. I love that. I know, I know our audience is going to have quite a lot of questions, uh, but before we get to that, tell us about, is there a habit or a system routine, anything like that, that has helped you in your business? Yeah. So that's um, sometimes a tough one to answer, just that there's this one thing. I think that there are many things in business, but I would say primarily as a believer, my one habit has been daily time in the presence of the Lord every morning. Because for me, my entrepreneurial journey is so in line with my faith journey. And, you know, I want, I want God to be Lord of everything. So when I say that, it is everything in life and business. I think too often I see women dividing, not just women, men and women, but people dividing the two where I think that they are intertwined and Jesus can be the CEO of your life and business. So for me, that is my favorite time in the mornings, waking up, having a good cup of coffee, having time in the word and just listening and asking for the spirits leading. What do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to contact? Who am I supposed to serve? How am I supposed to um, you know, give me wisdom with how I'm setting up this, this ad campaign. Give me the wisdom for the words to write for this ad copy that will resonate for these ideal clients that we're trying to reach. So all of that is, you know, all encompassing. So I would say primarily that is the most important habit practice or method, if you will. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I don't believe there's any separation between our life and our work, uh, our, our, our faith, uh, you know, a faith in our business. I think, I think we're, we're integrated people. And the more that we see this holistically as, as you're one person, right. And, and so for you, a house divided among itself cannot stand. Right. And so Mm -hmm. for us to bring our faith with us, wherever we are, even on Facebook ads, like I love that (laughs) because we're showing up as 
you know, we're, we're Christian entrepreneurs. We're not entrepreneurs that just happen to be Christian. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm seeing that a lot more in uh, so many of my friends that I have online or in business that they are, I feel like so many more women who are believers are stepping out in boldness and more so declaring that, that very thing, that alignment. And whereas they wanted to kind of keep it separate or even maybe a little bit of fear of not wanting to mix the two because they didn't want to repel people away from, you know, growing their business. But you know, over time realizing, look, this is who I am. This is who I want to declare and doing that in boldness. And they've seen their businesses, you know, succeed and prosper because of that. So it's exciting. I think. I love it, Jen. That's so awesome. So from your perspective, what would you say is one thing that you would recommend female Christian entrepreneurs just stop? Yes. Uh, stop doing, I would say, stop trying to build a business based on what others are doing. I personally believe that comparison destroys our contentment. And when we compare our first year to someone else's 10th year, it can, it, it's, it's not helpful. And so we need to ask ourselves, okay, what is it that we need to do to get started? So is it, you need to get your first few clients. Okay. Focus on getting your first few clients. Is it a, a few sales focus on getting the sales. And I say that because I made the very mistake whenever I launched my, I first launched my business as a virtual assistant and then pivoted to Facebook ads. So when I did that, I thought that I had to have the website beautiful. I thought that I had to have the branding in place and a logo and, or show up in on all the social media platforms. And I think that we can get so sidetracked and looking at what other people are doing, thinking, oh, we have to do the same thing when really we need to ask ourselves what's going to move the needle the most when we start and listen for the Lord's leading, be super focused on what you need to do to, to get the clients or make the sales or whatever, and then move into, okay, then what do I need to do? What's the next transformation or step that I need to grow my business? So when starting out, I would say, don't compare yourself, don't build your business on what other people do are doing. And I would say, stop defining success the way that the world does. So too often we look at the numbers, we look at the metrics, which are good. Hello, I'm in marketing. I know that marketing is all about numbers. So that is important. But I think that in the entrepreneurial space, we get to define success on our own terms. And it goes along with that faith journey. What is that one next step at a time that we need to take? And even as we start growing our business, we get more clarity about who we want to serve and what we want to do. And so I just think it, it just, it is that journey. It's not a destination. It's a journey. Oh, that's so good. What's one Bible verse or biblical principle that has helped you uh, along the way as, as you built your business? I love this question because normally what I say, here's my normal answer. My favorite verse is that with, with God, all things are possible that you can do anything with him. But for this, as I was preparing for our interview, Brian, I really felt like this was the verse that for your audience that Proverbs 11, 14, where there is no guidance, the people fall, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And I take out of that, that you don't have to do this alone. The Bible talks a lot about the value of having a multitude of counselors. And I see that played out in two ways through relationships and investing in yourself. And I have found it's been so beneficial in my business to grow relationships, to not be in competition with other people in a similar space, but to to build friendships, to help build one another up. And I know I've heard you in, a, in an interview talking about the value of that. 
that you, what you've learned, you can teach someone else and help their business grow. And then it's, it's just in turn, they do the same and it's been invaluable. But the other thing is investing in yourself. And what I mean by that is whether it depends on the season and where you are in your business. I think it's important to either invest in a course or a training program, you know, always be improving your craft. Um, And it might be investing in a group coaching program or a one-on-one coach. I've done both of those in certain seasons and seasons in my business. And it's been so, so helpful. Yes. Sometimes it's expensive, but I will say I have made my money back all every time I've done that. And it's helped me accelerate the growth of my business much faster. Because I think those who have the kind of business that you want to have, you can learn from their successes and you can learn from their mistakes. So why try to reinvent the wheel on your own, you know, partner with someone who's been there before and listen to their wisdom. That multitude of counselors, I think is so, so important. Oh, that's, that's the best. I love that. And it's like, what, you know, they say that about books that, that somebody took their lifetime and you can get, basically you can get 30 years of experience in about three hours of reading. Right. And the, right. And in the same way, when you hire a coach or you work with a mentor or you join a mentoring program or a mastermind or a group coaching program, whatever, whatever it is, that one thing that you were trying to figure out, you could spend years trying to figure that out on your own, or that's a Q and a, that's like one question from your coach to say, oh yeah, don't do that. Try this instead. And you're like, what? I had no idea that thing even existed, but you're benefiting from their 10 years of experience in just like a 10 minute question. Right. Right. I think that's so important. And it's, it is an investment. And I think it's, it's important to remember that even, even if you get one thing out of it, that is going to help you. It doesn't have to be everything in the program or everything in this course. So I think it's good to, to remember that as well. Just a quick second to tell you about a free resource that's going to help you get clarity as you seek to start and grow your business. It's called the One Page Business Blueprint, and I'm going to give it to you for free. You just go to briandixon.com slash blueprint to download it today. Tell us about your mindset. I know that this is a self-talk and and certain certain limiting beliefs that we have can often prevent us from growing. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about your mindset. If you have a mindset tip for our listener. Yeah, absolutely. I would say for me personally, the biggest mindset is overcoming fear. And I had to do a lot of inner work to uncover what some of those fears were or what was holding me back. And so again, that was a lot of it was a lot of spending time in the presence of the Lord. It was spending time reading books and figuring out like journaling, just asking questions. But I would say that perfection and fear are the biggest roadblocks that I see most often, not only in myself, but in other people, other friends that I have who are entrepreneurs. And I am a I say, I know people say you're a recovering perfectionist. I tend to be a perfectionist. I love details. That's who I am. And um I I just think that it's important to remember it doesn't have to be perfect. Take messy actions and and get out there and do it, even if it's not perfect. And that's part of the journey. And for me, I think that it's important to, to do it and learn from it because there is no failure. I think too often we think, oh, what if I mess up? Or what if there's a spelling error? Or what if I, if I do this the wrong way? Whereas to me, it's a mindset shift of we win or we learn, but we're not going to fail. 
there are things that I've done that it, maybe it didn't go the way that I hoped it did, but I definitely learned from it and God did a work in me. And you know what? I have the confidence now to go and try it again or do something different. So I either won or I learned, but there is no failure. Love it. I won. I, I either won or learned, but there's no failure. It's absolutely true. What I've also found, Jen, is that by by trying something out, like let's say I try some social media platform and I'm like, oh, I didn't get the results that I wanted. But what I find is even through pushing through that, I've just leveled up my skills. And so then the next platform or the next campaign or whatever it is, I'm bringing a better version of myself to that new challenge. And so often now I have some stronger muscles right now. I've got, I've got a, a better mindset to be able to, uh, uh, attack that new challenge. And often that the second one's the one that I overcome, even though I might've failed right. at the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. And that's a great way to think about it. I love, I love that wisdom that you shared. That's good. So one of the goals of this show is to tell female Christian entrepreneurs, there is opportunity because yes. I, I think so many of us feel like we're behind that we miss the boat, you know, especially for the moms that have taken time off from the workplace and maybe are starting st just starting to think about getting back out and doing your own business or maybe getting a job or whatever. So Jen, from your perspective, where would you say there is opportunity right now? Yeah, well, I can definitely relate to even just that story about that. But I would say that the biggest opportunity right now is for service providers there more and more people are moving their businesses online and the opportunities to work remotely are just increasing and people need help. People need good quality service providers. So whether that's social media management, VA work, video editing, Pinterest management, or even what I'm doing, Facebook ads and podcast management, even people are looking for your services. So I would say and I can relate because I was a stay-at-home mom for many years and I had experience, you know, in, in the corporate world, I had experience working at the school that my, my children attended for a few years and I loved what I did, but there was still that hesitancy or fear of, oh, how do I market my services as an entrepreneur moving into this online space? And so I think so much of it goes back to, okay, listening to the Lord's leading, but I would say, I mean, it's never too late to start and you never know you have something unique that God has gifted you with. And it's almost like this fun way of unwrapping or uncovering what those gifts are. And part of what I did as I started out as a virtual assistant, I did all the things I got to work with, uh, some friends of ours who were just starting their parenting Christian parenting membership ministry. They got it going and they needed uh, assistant, um, to help them out. And I did everything for them. But in doing that, I learned what I love to do, what I don't like to do. And I got to just experience and kind of uncover this blossoming, if you will, of here's where my services, my skill set is. Here's what I'm really good at. And this aligns with that personal mission that I talked about earlier. And it aligns with what I felt like God even gifted me with spiritually, with the gift of administration. And so I think look at it instead of that mindset, again, you know, it's not about failure. It's about what are you going to learn from this? go out there. Don't let fear stop you. Try it. You won't ever know unless you try it. And I think it's so, it's just, again, service providers, you are needed and people need your services. So, and with that, I would also say, don't be afraid to, um, to niche down or to pivot. 
I, you know, I started as a VA and I pivoted to Facebook ads. Even as a Facebook ad manager, I said, here's my niche of health, wellness, and personal development. Did that for a while, but realized, no, I really love working with Christian entrepreneurs. So I could pivot at any point. So don't be afraid to start something and think that's what you have to do six months from now. It can change at any point. That's the beauty of starting our own businesses. So yeah, that would be, that would be my advice. That's kind of a lot, but. No, I love it. Um, and then because you do Facebook ads for the person listening right now who maybe they have a course that they're thinking of launching or, or a book or a coaching program or something like that, what would be your advice to them, especially if they're hesitant to get started with Facebook ads? Yeah. So for those that are starting out, I would say the most important thing, yes, Facebook ads are very important. I believe that anyone can and should be running Facebook ads for minimum budget to grow their business, but at a certain point. So if you're just starting out and you're wanting to launch a, an online digital course or program, make sure to validate it first, make sure that other people want it. I mean, the worst thing that we've seen is people creating these, you know, this course, spending thousands of dollars, creating this program only to realize that no one really wants it. So I would say validate it organically first then when you're ready, you know that it's converting, then you can put firepower behind your advertising and, um, you know, take it from there. So mm -hmm. that's my that's biggest good. piece of advice. Yeah. Va validate. I would say validate before you create. And I, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's so important to like test it and you can, yeah, you can test it by messaging a few friends and saying, Hey, what do you think? Uh, I love, I love this, the, the email, just a real basic email template of if I would you. So if I created this thing, would you think about signing up for it? You know, just starting that conversation because people are going to give their feedback. When you ask for people's opinion, they'll give it. You got to maybe take some of it with a grain of salt and, and a little bit of thick skin because sometimes people are brutally honest. But but I think it's so important to um, be able to test something before you, before you really put a lot of uh, effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's something, uh, sometimes I think people believe, oh, if I just hire a Facebook ads manager, I'll have a six figure launch. And yes, that would ideally be the situation for everyone, but it's not the ideal. And so I think that, you know, just going in, realizing Facebook ads are an investment, just like any type of advertising is an investment and you're going to get you know, the volume of traffic to your sales page or your landing page to get that feedback to know what do you need to tweak. And um, so it's a learning process. It's definitely, you know, an investment over time, but one that is to me very exciting. That's so fun. I love it. So uh, Jen, where can people learn more about you? Yeah, you can find me at Delightful Ads pretty much anywhere online or on social media. And if you are looking to launch a digital digital course or program in the near future, I would say sign up for my ultimate digital pre-launch checklist. You can grab that at delightfulads.com slash checklist and get yourself set up for success now before you ever get started running ads or think about hiring it out. Oh, that's so good. I'm definitely going to have to get that checklist. And of course, we'll also have a link uh, to it in the show notes as well. So I have one more question for you. Yes. Would you be willing to pray for our listener? I would be honored to pray for your listeners. So, Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus and by the power of your Holy Spirit. And I thank you that we can walk this journey of growing a business one next step at a time 
And in doing so, we get to live out the purpose and the mission that you've called us to. I thank you for the women listening and for what you're doing in their lives. And I thank you that you have, you've given each of these women gifts and talents. And I ask that you would let them see their worth, let them grow in their confidence in what they do and listen for your voice for what you want them to do today. God, give them all that they need and connect them with the right people to learn from and build relationships with. And may they be bold in declaring who you've created them to be and how they can serve. God, give them boldness to live out the calling you have on their lives. And may their lives and businesses be blessed to advance your kingdom and make a bigger impact in this world. Thank you so much for Brian and the message that he has. And for this podcast, may it reach more and more women for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Brian, thank you for asking me to do that. And thank you for letting me be here. It's been really fun. Jen, thank you so much. Thank you so much for checking out the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is your opportunity to make sure that you do not miss a show as they come out. Also, if you could leave a comment, let me know where you watch the show, where you're based, what your business is. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more. See how I can help you move your business forward. Thanks again.